Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On Wednesdays, We Spill Tea. I hope you're thirsty. (laughs) All right, and today we are doing a Tender Tale sequel, and here with me over the phone, I do have Gemma. Hello, Gemma. Hello. Um, I'm Gemma. Um, I'm recently divorced. Yeah! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) A positive experience for me. (laughs) I I have a little baby. And um, I once lived in a barn. Raised goats. So. So what brought you to live in a barn and raising goats? Oh, well, I was 18 and I just graduated high school and I just didn't want to be living at home anymore. And Uh I found a job as a farmhand. So basically live in the barn in exchange, you know, you know, take care of the goats. And that was kind of the deal. It was the upstairs of the barn, kind of furnished. Then the downstairs was the barn barn with the animals in it. Yeah. So you literally shared an apartment complex with animals as your neighbors. I literally I literally did. And in <laughs> fact, occasionally they broke in and went up the stairs. <laughs> and I'd just get home from the store and there'd be little muddy um, goat hoof prints all over my house. <laughs> Did they eat a bunch of your stuff? Don't goats eat a lot of stuff? They do eat a lot of stuff, but I didn't have anything out much at the time, I don't think. I was really messy, though. Like, this was when I was learning to take care of myself and <laughs> yeah. the process. So, How old are you now, Gemma? I'm 27. Oh, Lord. Uh, you were, because, yeah, I was thinking you were pretty young when I met you. Probably because I was, let's see, because I think I was 24 when I got married and I met you before then. Yes. I met you, I was probably 22. You were dating your husband. I was, but I only started dating him like a few weeks before, like, like, you know, within the few months prior to meeting you, I think. Because I, before working with you, I, I hadn't known him that long. We moved yeah. We moved, we moved fast, which in retrospect, maybe a little too fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and my current husband also moved pretty fast and we're still doing okay. You know, sometimes <laughs> it works out just fine. I think the bigger <laughs> issue is that when we met, we weren't sober and that kind of started us off on a bad foundation. I did actually. <laughs> I, I actually did. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, I did meet him on Tinder. And I <laughs> I was just like, at the time, mostly what I was doing. Um, really didn't want to date anyone. I didn't want anything serious. I hadn't been in a lot of serious relationships. Yeah. You know, I had the most serious relationships that I had been with or been in was um, with females. Yeah, and 
the most significant one was with a girl who was actually married. So, yeah. and to be fair, like it was an open marriage. He knew about me, which was weird for me. Yeah, but it was a thing. And you know, but that was the only relationship that I had been in where there were really feelings. You know, right? Yeah, I I um, briefly went on a similar thing. They weren't married, but they were like living together and pretty serious. Right. And I met her on Tinder. And gotcha. yeah, and she and I like started talking and we, we went on like two dates. One was right. at her house. And then when I went to her house, it was just so weird because he was there. Yeah, that would have been so weird for me. I guess that didn't work out. Yeah, no. And, and he was never around this girl's husband because she's planned it around when he was working and stuff. But even so, like sometimes it, we would pass each other, though. You know, I'd be leaving as he was coming in. And I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't for me in the end. <laughs> right. No, it's strange to me. And I mean, it works for some people. And I'm so pleased for them. But it's not for me. And I know no. that about myself. So <laughs> I didn't do it. I'm not like a super jealous person. But I'm, no, I'm, I'm jealous not. enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really all that jealous. Like, I'm usually the one that, like, breaks the awkwardness with my uber weirdness. Right. And yeah. extreme extrovertness. <laughs> yes, which is so perfect. Um, you, you are such a warm, welcoming person. <laughs> I mean, I can be, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how I remember you, so... <laughs> Gemma and I met uh, when we were working at the very same chain steakhouse that Jordan and I met at. Yes. <laughs> we all three worked together at one time. Yes, truly. And that was a fairly chaotic time there from what I remember, too. Yes. Um, it was also a time when I was very rampant on Tinder, but also sexually harassing our boss unbeknownst to me oh I forgot about that <laughs> I look back on it now and I'm like god damn like I was literally sexually harassing that man no wonder he didn't like me <laughs> it's so funny the things we don't realize at the time you know yeah my flirtiness turned over into a full-on mini obsession and it's very appalling to think about now yeah, I bet I vaguely remember this. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't so bad that it was very notable to me, I guess. So that's yeah. something. But maybe I'm just not a very observant person also. Yeah. Not, well, I just, my problem. <laughs> yeah. I just remember one of the servers that were married. She apparently messed around with him secretly. And mm -hmm. he also had a girlfriend. Oh, my goodness. And she could not wait to tell me that she had gave him a blood job. And then I was like, oh my God, was it like magical and everything you hoped it would be? And she was like, well. Maybe for him. <laughs> and she was like, it was really little. <laughs> oh no, okay. <laughs> well, I was like, that oh. helps you get past it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what a disappointment. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Gemma actually came up to me. She came to one of my shows, which... I was very super excited to see her. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, she actually told me that she had been listening to the podcast and that if I ever did a Tender Tales episode again, she would like to be on it. So here she is. Here I am, and I'm just hoping that I'm entertaining enough. (laughs) (laughs) So what we'll do is we will go ahead and take a little break. And then when we come back, we're going to go and dive into the world of Gemma on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll be right back. Okay, so we are back with Gemma, and we are going to dive right in to her Tinder tale. So, Gemma, take it away, girl. OMG, okay, where to start? (laughs) Um, um, So, this time, you know, I started talking to a guy who did want something serious, and he was just, like, really forward about it, which initially I liked. I was like, okay, well same page you know he's not gonna cheat on me and stuff that'd be cool (laughs) so we met we met at a restaurant like the chemistry wasn't there when we first met and I was just trying to be like maybe that'll come later because you know while I guess I don't know I never stick around usually to find out but (laughs) (laughs) we kept talking and I don't know he was just freaking me out like it wasn't his fault I'm sure he was a lovely person but just like staring deeply into my eyes and stuff and (laughs) (laughs) and I was like you don't know me why are you acting in love and staring deeply into my eyes. I was freaking out. And I'm not like a very heavy eye contact person. So it was a lot for me. It was stressing me out a little bit. And he was talking about, you know, his future, like he, what he wanted. Like he's talking about how he wanted to have a big family with a lot of kids. And I was like, oh, I have an appointment to get my tubes tied. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. We're on the same page. And then he was immediately willing to compromise. And I was like, I don't think you would want to compromise, though. I think you are suddenly desperate for some reason, even though you're still quite young. Like, maybe just hold out for somebody who is not me and does want the things that you want. Yeah, who wants 25 <laughs> children. Exactly. There's, they're out there. I know they are. I oh, There are definitely people out there. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was homeschooled. I grew up with those people. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. But <laughs> I don't know. It was just, he was very serious about everything. He didn't crack a joke at any point. And I just, I need joke. I need levity. <laughs> yes. I can't go out with somebody who's just very serious. Yes. If I don't feel like I can make fun of you a little bit you know, like banter with you. Yeah. Then uh, it's not like the chemistry isn't going to develop anyway, because that's like how I bond. If I'm picking on you a little bit, I probably really like you. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's kind of how I am too. Like, you know, I feel like people could tell when I like them or not. 
by how that I treat them and not just relationship partners or people that I would date in the past pretty much anyone right yeah I'm not like trying to embarrass you or like make it some kind of like fucked up joke or you know being ludicrous uh in some way if I'm just like yes oh sure Uh uh-huh like acting like very cordial and respectful towards you or just like nice but behind it if there's no substance then I don't like you (laughs) right yes exactly and I'm the same way I'm the same way I can be polite I'm not gonna civil but if I actually like you then I'm gonna you know make jokes about you or you know around you with you I don't know I'm gonna be myself more right and there's no laughter on this date None? None. Was, it was freaking me out. And then he wanted That's me like shit. that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, can't do this. So at the same time, you know, I had been talking to some other people as well. You know, uh-huh. trying to figure out what I was looking for. And there was a guy on there who I had canceled on. All he wanted was sex. And I just occasionally felt the same and then occasionally didn't and every time it just went back and forth and I just kept canceling on him so I'd never met him in person right and um so I ended up leaving the date with this serious man and I was like I'm sorry but I think that you are looking for somebody else and it isn't me yeah um, <laughs> best of luck to you and I went to my car and I sat down and I texted him and I was like, hey, <laughs> what's <you choose?" laughs> And so I decided, well, let's switch gears and let's do the just sex. I tried the weird friends with benefits thing. I tried the serious dating. Let's you came um, over to the dark side. Came over <laughs> to the dark side. Let's give this one a try. So uh, he responded uh, real quickly, as you would expect. And I met him, and that was a weird one. That might be the weirdest one, actually. Um, but I don't know. He had me meet him at like a Walmart parking lot, uh-huh. I guess, because he was afraid that I wasn't real, which is fine. Like, probably <laughs> fair, probably fair to do for safety reasons. Uh, but it was still kind of like a weird start to the thing. And uh, he wasn't like, I don't know, he didn't seem like that interested like when we met and I was like is something wrong with me <laughs> do I look good <laughs> don't you want me flirting <laughs> with me aggressively for some time now he was like I wasn't expecting you to be that short he said that to me. and I was like uh, no <laughs> he was probably he was average probably like 5'11 maybe but not like so tall that I would have been shockingly short beside him. Right. Like if you would have went out with my husband. Who right, was exactly. Six. Like yes, that would have been shockingly tall. Right. <laughs> that I'm short. He was like, no, I usually prefer short short girls, but I wasn't expecting you to be short. I don't know. I guess I just threw him off. But whatever. I followed him back to his apartment. And that was weird because he lived in the same apartment that I used to live in with my ex-husband. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, after y'all do it, he's like, the bathroom is on the, yeah, you're like, yeah, I know. I know. It's I on the left. I yeah. lived in one of these. <laughs> I got it. I know the whole layout. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. 
I went over to his apartment. He was just kind of, I think he was very nervous, but he was playing off more disinterested. Right. And that was weird. And I didn't have like a context for it because the way that we had been talking, you know, was very sexually aggressive. So him in person not being like that was weird. And then, so we got there. So first of all, we get to his bedroom and there is an assault rifle. In oh the corner, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't know that I was gonna die tonight." Yeah, so you say, "Did your life, like your whole life, just flash before your eyes?" Like, I didn't want to die like this. Yeah. I can't explain this to anyone. <laughs> no one knows I'm here. Like, yeah. they use more precautions in the future. And then, as he's undressing himself, you know, he takes two. Two guns out of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and my thought is, why do you need two of them? Is it like one per hand? <laughs> like, How scared were you to meet me in the Walmart parking lot? Uh, yeah. what, what's happened to you in the past? <laughs> I'm sorry, did you have sex with a guy from Deadwood? Like, <laughs> what happened? Because I am 5'2", <laughs> very unintimidating, <laughs> um, and no matter, no matter what you're about to come up against, it still feels like more guns than you could shoot at one time. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. That's his business, I guess. It was a weird vibe. I was like, I feel like I probably don't like you as a person very much. free on anything but i guess i just came here for sex so i guess i'm a follow-through i don't know uh, so i was like i guess i'm here so let's just do the thing so i laid down beside him and it was very weird like didn't really initiate much but it didn't seem like he was interested and then all of a sudden he like kissed me but it was like kissing a like a like a lip fish or something ew Everything was just soft. (laughs) (laughs) Did he like lick your, like, did it feel like he was like slobbering in your mouth or like his tongue was like not moving? Yeah, he just like wasn't moving anything. He was just like (laughs) like, moving like his neck maybe, but like not his lips, you know? Oh my God, how much effort am I about to have to put in here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it turns out, Christy, not very much. So, (laughs) um, like I got on top of him. And he just, like, um, closed his eyes and, you know, like, made, like, a constipated face for yeah. about 30 seconds. And then he goes, um, I already came. And when I, say- <laughs> <laughs> I say 30 seconds. That's not an exaggeration at all. So I actually he's a two-pump chunk. He was, truly. <laughs> I was not expecting that so much so that I was probably really embarrassed. I was like, what, really? Because <laughs> I thought he might be joking. I don't know. And he was not. And then I was like, oh, I got off him. And I was like, um, well, do you think you'll want to go again in a few minutes? And he was like, mm, I don't think it's coming back. <laughs> he like looked down. He was like, it's, uh, it's, it's done for the night. <laughs> Oh my god! Dad, I would have been pissed. I was so weird. 
stressed out and so ready to leave at that point from the whole experience. I just got myself dressed and I just drove back home. And I was like, well, I guess one night stands are out also. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl, you just got to find somebody who can back that big game cock up. I mean, for real. So before I left, he told me that he hadn't had sex in years. That's oh. why he... And I don't know, Christy, but I think I might have taken his virginity. <laughs> oh, God. Do you think that that's why he wasn't kissing you back is because he was afraid that just your kiss was going to make him come? Or like maybe he didn't know how to kiss because he never done it before. I don't know. Oh, my God. Was he also homeschooled? <laughs> he was older, like not older, but he was like in his late 20s. Yeah. So it was, I don't know, it was a weird experience. I didn't know what was going on with him, but I never checked in. <laughs> oh my God, no. You ghosted him, right? I, I, he did eventually ask me, like, you know, try to get me to come back over. And I was like, um, that's going to be a no for me. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out how to explain it because I didn't want to, like, be dishonest, but I didn't want to be super rude. So I said, I don't think we're sexually compatible. <laughs> yeah, just be like, so, um, I'm looking to move forward, not go backward. Like, I'm looking to have some pleasure. I was making a grocery list and a meal plan in my head with my husband. Was He's like, I don't even have time to do that with him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, all you really need in an evening is just a few minutes to feel like a sexual being again and not just a mom and then and then you're good time for bed yeah. <laughs> we're gonna take a break okay. and then i have thought of the one that i want to talk about perfect so when we get back we will discuss my tinder towel Woo! okay we'll be right back So we are back, and so what I'm going to do is I have thought about the Tinder tale that I wanted to tell, and what it is is since you kind of took us through your Tinder tales following your divorce, yes. I thought the best option for me would be to tell my very first Tinder tale. Oh. So um, a little backstory is I, I've, I think I've told you before I was also married. Um, I was with my ex-husband for about 10 years. Um, our first three years were like, our first year was solid. And then the next two years were very off and on because he was like, I don't love you. I should love you by now. You know, I'm just not in love with you. And this is like one of the only men that I was just fucking like head over heels enthralled with. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was that he played in bands at the hideaway or if it was because he just did not act like he was interested in me ever. Right. Oh God. Although. Yeah. I mean, the sex was not great. He, you know, he was just very basic. He just played in a band and he had like a mysterious personality, which I will say is one of the most attractive to me. Not to me, but that I feel like that is true for a lot of people, though. Right. I love mystery. 
I love when a guy looks at me and I'm like, is this guy wanting to fuck me or is he wanting to kill me? <laughs> That's a bad thing. <laughs> so um, me and my husband split up. And when we split up, I had met some guy at a bar. And he was supposed to be a one-night stand. And he turned into a fucking year and a half relationship. Like we lived together, you know, like everything, like the whole nine, because the sex was just so good. Oh, okay. Okay. I was not fond of the person. Um, I did not like him as a person. Really. We had like nothing in common. He was everything that I don't like in a person um, relationship wise. Right. You know, like I love extroverted men. I don't particularly love to be in relationships with extroverted men. Interesting. Um, I am very attracted to introverts. I'm very attracted to awkwardness. Um, and I think it's because my personality thrives best with those people. Yeah, I can see like the yin yang factor there. Yeah. And so, you know, that's always what I've liked. And like, he was very like controlling and like, very jealous. Just he was literally everything that I do not enjoy in a relationship. Right. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily putting my son's needs before my own in that situation because, like, we had sex that first time and I was like, holy shit. Right. Like you said, like I that again. moment of where I'm like, you know, he's trying to please me. It's not a race. You know, he's like yeah. talking to me. He's like asking me questions. What do you like? What do you want me to do? And then he memorized it like a fucking you know, <laughs> an AI robot. I felt like I had to program this man because he fucking read my body like Braille, girl. Oh, my goodness. So it turned into a year and a half relationship and then ended in the most explosive of ways. So now at this point, I've been in a relationship for, you know, my husband and I and I, my ex-husband, we were together for the last seven years solid. Right. And then I immediately jump out of my marriage into a relationship solid. Right. So all of a sudden I'm like 31, 32 years old. I think I was 31. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm single. This was like two days after, or maybe even a day after me and this guy broke up. My goodness. And so my friend is like, oh my God, you know what you should do? You should download Tinder. <laughs> And I'm like, what? And now, granted, this is my favorite time of the year. It's October. And yes. my friend is like, we we were going to my cousin's Halloween party. Okay. And, you know, she's one of those people that take a Halloween party, like, to the whole extreme. Like, jello shots in the syringes. Oh, wow. Like, just oh. It, the whole house is just, like, rave lights and black lights. and The whole atmosphere. It, that sounds amazing. I want to be invited. <laughs> I was at said party and I got white girl wasted, obliterated <laughs> with two of my friends. And I remember I'm sitting there and I'm like learning Tinder while I'm drunk and I'm like swiping left and swiping right. And then I would accidentally <laughs> swipe the wrong way on a guy I wanted to swipe on. Oh, yes. And, you know, just, just the, the learning curve of Tinder. Sure. So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I'm looking and I match with someone. And then I go back and look at his pictures and see that he is fucking gorgeous. I am <laughs> hotter than hot. So I go back and I look at my pictures on my profile and I'm like, am I like, do I have any pictures that are like super flattering or did I put filters on my pictures? Which I didn't. I will say that. 
I did. I, my biggest fear was that someone would feel that I catfished them. Right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So I posted pictures that did not have filters on them. No, I did look nice, but this was back when I wore makeup every day. You know, I took a picture of like half my body where you could see like how big I was and, you know, just all of that. Like I didn't want right. there to be any confusion. Because so I go to my friend and I hold my phone up and I'm like, am I really drunk or is this guy really hot? <laughs> and she's like, oh, that guy's hot. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. And, you know, he had like black hair and like big gauges and the most beautiful blue eyes I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, okay, so maybe Tinder's not so bad. <laughs> so he messages me to beat it off. And so I'm sitting here thinking this guy's catfished me. Like this, there's no way this guy's this cute or he thinks something else or whatever. So like I start chatting with him and I tell him first and foremost, I'm very drunk. And I was like, so please don't get any kind of first impression from me, you know, because I've been drinking. And he's like, oh, that sounds fun. And, you know, of course, that's his response. Yeah. And so we're just talking and like, he asked me straight away, like, I guess what everyone should be asking on Tinder is like what I expect out of a relationship, blah, blah, blah. Like, what am I trying to get on Tinder? And I'm like, well, I just got out of two severely serious relationships. So a serious relationship is like the last thing on my mind right now. And he's like, well, that's awesome. You know, I just broke up with my child's mother. We were together for several years. And, you know, we just start talking. And the conversation is flowing. It's flowing very well. We're getting very personal. Um, You know, I do find out that he does live with his mother also. Okay. Um, (laughs) Did not have a job. Okay. So a couple of red flags I should have been seeing. Um, But he was like, well, I have a job interview. And I'm supposed to start working there. And I'm like, okay, is this guy pulling a leg or is this for real? So he, so finally he, he keeps asking me to meet him. He keeps asking me to meet him and he lived in Johnson city, which was good because my crazy ex-boyfriend was in Bristol and also, so was my ex-husband. So far away. So, yeah. So, I mean, at least 30 to 40 minutes for me. Not not like super far, but. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it was on a weekend where I didn't have my child. But see, I didn't judge him too harshly because I think I was actually living with my mother also at the time. But so, you know, we're chatting and talking. And I worked at the place you and I worked together when this happened. Okay. So we're like talking and talking. And finally, he just keeps trying to meet me. Finally, I'm like, okay. One Saturday night, I'm like hanging out with my mom and he messages me and he's like, so about us hanging out, do you want to possibly hang out tonight? Right. And my plans had been canceled and I was feeling really bad because, you know, this is just, this is like a few weeks after we started talking. Right. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll come meet you. So I was just going to be myself. I have this one shirt that's like silky and from China. And it has Lana Del Rey, like, different poses of Lana Del Rey's covering the entire shirt. Oh, that sounds awesome. And so I was going to wear it. And my mom stops me and she's like, Chrissy, did you say you were going on a date and you're going to wear that shirt? And, like, she just kept, like, getting all over me about it. And I was like, okay, mom, I'll change. I put on a different shirt. Right, right. So we were meeting at this place in downtown Delta city and it's called main street pizza. I go in and I don't see him at first. And I'm like, did you say you're here? And he's like, yeah, I'm here. And he's like, I'm sitting at the bar. 
and around he turns and the first thing I saw was his face did look as cute as it was so I didn't feel like I was catfished but at the same time he had a fucking mustache oh I fucking hate a mustache I fucking hate mustaches if your mustache is not attached to a beard I fucking hate them I don't even like beards but I definitely would prefer if you're gonna have facial hair just do the whole thing I love beards (laughs) beards is like one of the most attractive things to me and but a mustache (laughs) nope it is such a fucking turnoff so I sat down and like I'm like hey um and before I even, like, introduce myself in person or do anything, I'm like, a fucking mustache? That's what, that's what you said? Yeah. And he's like, he didn't, you could tell he didn't know how to take me. Because, you know, I we're agree. just meeting in person. And so I laugh and I'm like, I'm just kidding. I'm Christy. I'm, you weren't I'm kidding. making <laughs> remarks about the mustache throughout the date. Right. And I just, I can't stop looking at it. It's like, here's this very attractive person whose face is ruined. <laughs> by this mustache so I'm like thinking okay we're gonna eat we're gonna have like a beer and then I'm going home right and so you know so I'm not trying to impress him I'm just being myself but then we start talking and we start laughing and I start remembering that the whole reason that I met him was because we had so much in common right um a very similar sense of humor you know everything he's like do you want to like go and I can't remember what else we did but he asked me to go somewhere else with him. So <laughs> we go and we get in my car because I don't know if I mentioned this. He also doesn't have a car. Of course. Oh my <laughs> so we, we get in my car and we're talking. Go to pull out of the parking lot. And in downtown Johnson City, I pull out of this parking lot and I pull down a one-way street the wrong way. Oh no. So immediately, we are on the road for 10 whole seconds, and there are cop lights behind me. Oh, no. And so I turn around, and I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? And he goes, I think you're going down the one-way street the wrong way. Oh, no. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. And so I pull over, and I'm just, like, so nervous. And he comes up and he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, yes. I wasn't paying attention. I was like, we're on a fucking first date. I was like, and I was trying to like talk to him and like listen when he was talking to me. And, <laughs> I, was, like, and I just got nervous and went down the street the wrong way. Oh, that's great. And the, the cop laughed. And it's just like, <laughs> okay, well, I wasn't going to give you a ticket, but now I'm definitely not going to give you a ticket. Oh, uh, Good. <laughs> He's like, you guys enjoy your first date. And they're just cackling. (laughs) And so we go and we do something else. And it was just like so strange because, you know, like he was very into me and he had never mentioned sex really at, at all. Right. And then like towards the end of the night, he tells me that he's really just not that interested in sex. Oh. And I turned around I remember turning around and looking at him and being like oh <laughs> like well, I'm very interested in he's so. like, wow he's like I don't think I've ever met anybody that's as brutal as you are <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just honest he was like well I mean you know we kind of talked about what we were looking for I was like yeah but when you mentioned you weren't looking for anything serious I assumed you meant you were just interested 
in, you know, possibly like hanging out and having sex sometimes. That's what everyone means when they say that. Yeah. And he's like, no, I, I just, you know, I don't have any friends. I'm like, and so Ooh. automatically I'm like, oh, okay. Oh my God. He wanted you just to be his friend? Well, at first that's what I thought. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm probably never seeing this guy again. Right. And then I remember that we were driving around that night and and I just laughed and laughed and like just had such a great time. And I was like, okay, maybe I could be friends with this person. Like, you know, yeah. the next day when I'm still kind of feeling wishy-washy about it, he sends me a fucking screenshot. Oh, and the screenshot is his face without a mustache. Oh my goodness. (laughs) He shaved it for you. It was a glorious face. But another funny thing that I do want to say about him, though, um, is that I literally, when we had finally, finally slept together, like we slept together, I think it was like after like a month of hanging out. Oh, wow. Because I became obsessed with him. Like, obsessed like I just anything he needed I was there and you know and he was younger than me too he was like 20 I think I said I was like 31 yeah 30 I think or 31 when I met him he was 25 or 26 okay so he was a lot younger than me I remember that his mom had fallen asleep somewhere else so he's like my mom's not coming home tonight and we're like laying on his couch or whatever and it ends up with him like kissing me and I mean we've been kissing you know right we just hadn't been like doing it and he was just like god and he just looks at me and he's like you're so fucking hot and automatically like my insides just felt like they just like froze and like I couldn't breathe oh wow and then he starts like kissing me like aggressively and like trying to take my shirt off and I'm like oh my god so I ended up falling asleep on his couch and like after we did stuff and I was like in heaven like when I woke up all of a sudden I realized that it's like four o'clock in the morning and like I did not tell my mom I was staying out all night and I mean like you know I'm 31 or 30 or whatever but my my son was at home right you know, I didn't do any of this with my son around. He was at home. My mother was right, watching right. him. Yeah, but, he was. You know, safe. like, we'll have to drive him to school because at that point we still had him in schools in Bristol and we were living with my mom, which was in like Pony Flats. Oh, okay. I see. So I did not need to be spending the night there. Right. So I'm like hauling ass to get home. And I'm just like so confused, you know, like that feeling that you get. When you finally get something that you've been wanting for a really long time. Right. And, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, like, does this. And he turned me into something I'm not. Because then I was like, does this mean that we're going to, like, be together? Like, because he told me he only had sex with people that, like, he cared about. Right. But so I am flying down Bristol Highway. And all of a sudden I see blue lights again. So I'm like, fuck, you know, I see clearly I'm speeding. Right. And so I'm so scared because it's like four o'clock in the morning, you know, like, need to get what home. the hell am I doing? It's like fucking breaking some serious law. Cause I mean, like I was really te- pushing that pedal down. 
I believe you. <laughs> and, you know, so I think the speed limit right there is like 45 and I was going like 60. I rolled down my window and I, all of a sudden I realized I don't have my driver's license on me. I had forgotten my entire bag. Oh, no. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what am I going to say? All of a sudden I remembered I had a picture of my license because I had taken my TABC class. And you had to take a picture of your license and email it. Right. And so as soon as he comes up, he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, yes, sir. Um, I realized I was speeding. I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, I was like, I, I told him something. I can't remember what I told him. And I was like, and I know that you want my license and registration. I've got my registration and my insurance. But before you say that, I want to know if, is it okay if, I can show you a picture of my license on my phone because I have forgotten my license at home. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And I'm like, okay. Because, you know, all they have to do is, like, enter the number in and they can look me up. Right, exactly. So I go to hand him, I find the picture, and I go to hand him my phone. Well, when I handed him my phone, I must have accidentally, like, swiped over a picture. Oh, no. All of a sudden, he looks at it, and I see his eyes get huge. And then he smiles at me and then he just starts laughing. And then he's laughing so hard that he's fucking hitting his knees. Oh my God. What over hitting his knees and he's laughing and he's like, Oh my God. And so the other cop comes up on the other side. He's like, no man, no, it's fine. He's like, you can go back to your car. So he looks at me and he goes, wow. He was like, that has never happened to me before. And keep in mind, I have no idea what he's laughing about. Right. I'm like, oh, what about my license? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. He goes, all right. He's like, slow down. Have a good night. And he hands me back what my phone. Well, he's locked my phone. Like, you know, he hit the side that turns right. the power off on my phone. And so I go and, you know, you unlock your phone. And the first thing you see is the last thing that was up on your phone. Right. I look at my phone and lo and behold, there is a picture of me. With no clothes on. Oh, no. Strategically and sexually <laughs> placed is a full picture of my entire back of my body. Oh, my god! And, goodness. like, I'm kind of turning around, like, right at the, the hip. So there's yes. the front. There's a half of the front of my body. Wow. <laughs> Oh and my, oh my god. god, I've never been more embarrassed in my entire life. See, it worked. That's how it, you get out of tickets. It did work, but because I was probably reckless driving. Yeah, you just avoided jail. <laughs> but I mean, my god, like that was the most embarrassing thing. It was like, oh my god, I'm sure. I feel embarrassment a lot. Especially, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if you know this, but I don't feel embarrassment. Or I, yeah, I recall. Oh, wow. Yeah, doesn't I don't place you in embarrassment in the same <laughs> sentence. Yeah, <laughs> and all of a sudden I see that, and I just I don't know whether to laugh or to cry. Right, because I have just gotten myself out of a ticket by showing a cop my fucking whole ass in one of my tits. <laughs> right. I mean, it was a nice picture, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Must have been. But, yes, that, that's my first, that's my very first 
Tinder tale. That was my... That was a really good first, tell. Yeah, it was my first Tinder date. Ended up being a boyfriend. Like, an on right. boyfriend. For a year and a half, I might add. That is so, so long. A year and a half, I find, is, like, my magic number. Like, it like that, seems yeah. to be <laughs> how long that I will endure craziness or unhappiness before I'm I... like, yeah, fuck this. Exactly. Once you hit that, you know, 18th month. (laughs) It's like, I hate Gemma, it's been so nice having you on the show. Thank you Uh, for having me. Yes, and I hope that we'll have you back again. Yes, yes. um, I'm so excited because our ad campaign starts tomorrow. This episode is going to debut with an ad! Wonderful. If you want to help the podcast, you know, please refer people to listen to it. Also, oh yeah. Um, and next week we're going to do. I believe the episode I'm doing next week is called "Wine About It," in which I will hopefully have my boss on the show. <laughs> we're going to essentially play truth or drink. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So, I hope everyone has an excellent night. We hope that you continue to listen and. Keep it real. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I think it's perfect. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.